0: I found in ASDA that they sell like little pork patties, like the ones they get uh, in McDonald's, to make the uh, the nice McDonald's stuff that they stop selling before I'm awake. Yes. So I was able to recreate my own using fake cheese and uh, English muffin. Oh yes. And if you uh, if you microwave an egg in a bowl, it comes out in that weird, funny way that my, uh, McDonald's ones do. Yeah, it turns out to be explosive as well. Like if you if you if get it, it's just right up to like. 51 seconds, and at 52 seconds, poof, blah, it's every bit of the inside of the microwave, which, of course, luckily comes from the fourth, 21st century.
1: Hello, my name is Mark Stedman, and this is List Envy, the podcast in which I collaborate with a guest, and together we build a top five list on a topic of their choosing. It is, it's lovely to be in your ears. Um, I've been looking forward to this all week. So uh, so thanks for that. Um, and I hope that, you know, maybe this is something that you look forward to uh, in your week. That's a it's a nice thought, isn't it? Uh, makes may, maybe it makes your Tuesday go a little bit easier. Uh, if that is, of course, um, when you listen, uh, it goes out, incidentally, uh, at 4 p.m. on uh, of a Tuesday, as old people say They say, they say of a of a Tuesday. And um, it's 4pm, uh, which is kind of just enough time for you to get it downloaded so that you've got it for your commute home, whether you're on the, on the bus or the train or the car or, or whatever, or just having a walk. And that's, that was a conscious decision. Um, and uh, on, on, in, in that vein, I would really, uh, I would dearly like to know, how do you listen to the show? Um, how, how do you consume list envy? Um, tweet me or or facebook me uh you will find uh the show at list Envy pod in those places and uh yeah let me know how you listen and uh we will will revisit this uh next week so uh tweet uh, don't, stop whatever you're doing right now because you're doing the thing now and so i want to know right now pause pause this episode um and uh, and and tweet me and uh, or facebook me and say Uh, I listen to List Envy this way. Um, That's the way to start a tweet or a message saying I listen to list at at List Envy pod when I'm or, you know, whatever. Um, So I'm going to I'm going to stop making noise and I want you to go and do that now. Okay, you didn't do it, did you? No, you didn't. You see, I I know you didn't because I know you. Now <laughs> uh, I'm going to stop bullying you, but yeah go, you know let let me know uh, let me know hey listen um so there's that uh so to to this episode then um this is uh with Adam Juniper, who is a photographer, a drone expert, he literally wrote the book on drones uh, he is a a gadget aficionado and co-host of the podcast. That option no longer exists with uh, John bounds um that's the full title um I knew Adam. Thanks to, via, we should say, John Bounds, um, I used to help with, uh, well, I used to be tangentially slightly involved, um, occasionally with, uh, with, with John's, uh, erstwhile internet radio series. And Adam used to come on and, uh, and he was a regular contributor to that show. Um, and, uh, and, and it was always, it was always a fun time. And, uh, so yeah, I've uh, known Adam on and off for, uh, something like 10 years, um, and uh, we sat down and we talked about gadgets uh so specifically um gadgets of the 21st century uh, so that's what we're going to be covering in this episode and it's a goodie so last week if you haven't checked out last week's episode with Simon Heap uh then uh, definitely give that a whirl because um th- that sort of sort of lays the groundwork for this episode if you like um it, it, i wouldn't consider Simon a warm up guest um nor would he. But it is uh, it's an episode. I think the two of them go go kind of nicely hand in hand. So we had last week products that moved humanity forward. And this week we're just talking all about gadgets. And I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure I probably mentioned the mini disc again. It's a problem. Listen, I'm sorry. It's just it's an issue that I have. I have to keep talking about the mini-disc. Um, It's an obsession. Uh, so that is it do uh, remember to uh, get in touch and and let me know how you are listening to the show um and uh, and we we'll, we will cover that next week uh, oh next w- right this episode is great all of my episodes are great but next week um uh it's uh, it's it's um it's another good one it's uh, oh i'm excited oh oh i'm excited um but i'm also excited about this episode because every guest is a gem and and this was a really really fun conversation that went long uh because adam and i can talk about gadgets until the cows come home. So, without further ado, um, here, here is the episode. Like, uh, I, I, honestly, there's no more admin. Um, <laughs> we've done all the admin. Here is uh, myself and Adam Juniper talking about our top five 21st century gadgets. What is your sort of relationship to, to technology, Adam?
0: Well, I guess I've fallen into becoming a technology writer, um, which is basically what I probably always would have wanted to do when I was young and reading T3 or what have you. Um, And now I have a lot more power to choose what I do for myself. But um, as a publisher, I spent many years editing um, and publishing photography books, and photography has become a lot more about technology. Mm. And it it was never not about technology. It's just that they've got rid of the icky chemicals and have really let the nerds come in and with their Photoshop and their numbers and their, uh, all, you know, autofocus and people like me just spoiling all of the fun. But you know, I came from the technology side, and you know, when I met John twenty years ago, uh, or so something like that. I don't know he was editing some books about programming and i i think i probably found programming a bit difficult so i said can we do books on photoshop and they're like yeah sure you do it yeah um so that's how that started nice well then since then i you know kept my hand in a bit too too enthusiastically you know not just enough to check that the spelling and sentences of other people's technology books are fine (laughs) but i ended up writing my own on uh, drones and more recently smart home technology Ooh. in my research for the smart home book i found there was a real point at which the spend uh, and you know usefulness really tailed off so there are lots of things which are absolutely amazing but are just a terrible terrible waste of money and the aim of the book was really to discourage people from going mad yes you know because uh, the magazines and the websites have something of an incentive to have you spend the money yeah uh <laughs> So they're not so reliable, but the book less so because it's. I don't have any clickable links in there.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no affiliate codes. I, uh, yeah, I, um, I've got the, I've got the bulbs, and I've got a couple of smart plugs, which I'm not using at the moment. Uh, I was using them for the heaters, uh, but I've now got another heater in the living room, which is not smart but it's kind of intelligent it's one of that you like it's got a decent timer it's just not connected to the internet um but yeah i i i love it and and i want to get a motion sensor uh, and all sorts of stuff um oh i i and i realized why i couldn't do it because i wanted to get one for the bathroom because (laughs) my
0: fairness that's where i would like to put a magic light as well
1: yes um because the the reason being um the people who installed the lighting and, and the fan system in the bathroom um, had the wisdom to put the cord for the light switch at the end of the room, so you have to walk the entire length of the bathroom to get to the window to then pull the cord, which is which is that asinine. Seems
0: strange, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, more than strange. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, I presume
0: there was some lazy uh, cabling reason.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's where the fan is. So I, I just assume they just went, yeah, it's fine. It'll do. Um, and, and so the only reason I realised I can't use a smart, like a, a collection of smart bulbs and a, um, a sensor is that it's going to, you have to keep the smart bulbs technically on all the time. So the fan would always be on in the bathroom. Yeah,
0: yeah, that, that followed so me So, that would be a nightmare. Our bathroom is in the middle of the house and has no actual window at all, so ah. it needs to have its vent thing as well. Yeah. Which is a shame, because it's also the only room that really desperately would benefit from the sort of light that can change its colour slightly <laughs> depending on the day and, and make the room just feel slightly less uh, intimidating, intimidatingly like a prison from some horrible future movie. Mm, yeah, D- dystopian with a, with bathroom. It is a dystopian bathroom, yes. The word that suddenly escaped. (laughs) So, yeah, so after that book, um, I've started to build up a a website of my own called techyearning.com, in which I'm trying to sort of balance out reviews of new stuff. Uh, Again, I'm being aggressively honest, so I'm not expecting to do too well on the affiliates. It's more of a hobby. Mm. Um, With retrospective reviews um, of things from from the past that I still love and Mm. in many cases still have lying around. So the first thing I did was the Game Boy because it was its 20th anniversary reason.
1: Oh, lovely. Uh yeah, the uh Sega've just come out with the um uh, a new uh Mega Drive a little uh, Mega Drive Mini.
0: Yes. Yes, I've seen it. I'm quite te- there's there are one or two different versions. And I'm quite tempted um because I Sonic the Hedgehog mm-hmm. I had a game gear. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, likewise. Good good choice. Ep- episode 2 of this podcast yes no i've heard I, um <laughs> <laughs> it was a great episode so i really enjoyed it um imagination but um <laughs> <laughs> oh, proof that you did listen that's, that's not a thing that's not a thing you can't buy that <laughs> <laughs> you
1: can't you um, can't shrink wrap imagination no you're right
0: yeah although i'm, I'm sure in the disney store will try at some yeah. point <laughs> You can well, you can sort of shrink wrap it if you're a pharmaceuticals distributor of some kind, arguably. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Taking you back to the first podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Dude. <laughs> um, um Yes. Anyway, sorry. Moving on. <laughs> so um, I, I I faced this choice as a kid between the the Mega Drive that I'd been saving up for and uh, the Game Gear, which is that they were the same price, and obviously the Mega Drive was 16-bit and beautiful, and that was the, the Sonic I'd been playing at my mates' houses. Um, but somehow the the gadgetiness of the small and portable one and appealed to me more, more um, which cost my parents a lot in batteries and I, I, ne- I never did get the TV tuner though. No <laughs> we
1: we all wanted it well, why don't we crack on, then, with, with what your uh, first item is uh, in, in our list here? Absolutely. I've definitely established my nerdy
0: credentials now, I think, yes, haven't
1: I? Yes, absolutely. So, and just for a point of clarification, I've labelled this list early 20, 21st century gadgets. Uh, I put the word early in there just because, you know... This podcast will be around...
0: Yeah, for, in 30 years. You know? Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, exactly. So, you know, uh, So, kids, we're
0: recording in 2019. You know, maybe the century will get better. Maybe we'll wipe ourselves out. Who knows? 50-50. Okay. So, (laughs) okay. And and Mark's even got odds on it. (laughs) So So I had to start with the iPhone Mm -hmm. um, because it, you know, in a way, it made me a bit angry to do so because <laughs> it sort of killed every other gadget. Yeah. What was wonderful about before the iPhone was you could go to like tech shops and look at things and touch them and feel them. They were different and they had play buttons and record buttons, and or they were different shapes for their purpose, like a, a camcorder, you know, you'd grip and hold and that kind of thing. Um, uh, and then all of a sudden, there was the iPhone, and that was the beginning of everything being in the same box and apps getting rid of gadgets so i queued up for that first iphone um because i wanted to know what it was like to be in one of those queues <laughs> you know i'd seen them on the tally mm-hmm. um i queued up and you know it's it's quite boring really oh it is Yeah, like, you chat a bit at the beginning you decide you dislike everyone else in the queue except uh, my mate who i went with which which was john <laughs> Um, and then immediately afterwards, we put them in the back of the car, parked up and went to a gig in Digbeth, mm. um, rather than go and play with them until <laughs> the next day. No. So <laughs> I know, I felt like it was, um, I felt like I maybe didn't have the full credentials at the time to be that kind of nerd. I also didn't have like a YouTube channel to describe it on or anything <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, you couldn't do an unboxing. Well, yeah, Exactly. I don't think I knew what one was at the time. The the YouTube thing I remember from that first iPhone was when um, iJustine got her bill. Oh, wow. She got a 300-page bill from AT&T because they listed every single data transaction or something on there. Oh. That was how little people use data on their phones, and they had to completely redesign their billing policy after... Well, they probably should have done before, but they didn't actually do it until they were humiliated on a... You know, <laughs>
1: I'm going to assume that was the the iPhone 3G then which would have been the uh, the next year's model.
0: I think it might have been the first one. Cuz I, I thought the, the first one didn't have 3G. No, but it had uh it had like, I think it was text messages or oh, something. Okay. There was something. I can't I can't remember. I yeah, just yeah. remember Yeah, cuz the 3G was two, uh and the GPS was 2008. Mm-hmm. Back then the maps only told you where you were by guessing from the nearest cell tower. Mhm. Oh, sorry, mobile phone masters. Indeed. People would say. Indeed. Um, and then, like, I, th- I think then the iPhone four might have been like the most beautiful one, the the likery one. Yeah,
1: I think that's what everyone says, and I, I think I think I agree.
0: Um, and from then on, it's just become a functional box, a very functional box. In fairness, but it's a, it's a it's a very good rectangle. Yeah, I I absolutely couldn't travel
1: without one, and I I like to travel um, where I, when I can, and this is the thing that enables me to go to completely unique places you know places of not unique but places i've never uh visited before um because i did it once without an iphone i did it in 2007 um because i didn't get my first one until uh, 2009 i think um yeah i know um and uh, so and and i I traveled without one and i can't imagine i just can't imagine doing so now um it's taken me all over the world because you know you just you, you get your you get the map to the coach station you get the, the you know from from the coach station to the the airport you've got amusement while you're waiting around uh, at the airport you can check your flights uh, and then um once you get off you you know you know where to go next and it's just walking around the area you know if I'm at a convention or whatever I I know where I'm going and and I I've, I've got lost lots of times because I've followed the dot wrong, or the dot's been wrong, um, because uh, like when I was in Manhattan, it was completely freaked out by uh, just, I just I guess just Times Square. Yeah,
0: there's a a lot of yeah a lot of radio stuff going on in there. Uh, yeah, you know.
1: so I think Time, Times Square specifically really did because that main strip uh, really did send it send it hairwire. But I've never been lost to a degree where I've been any kind of danger, you know, uh, and and that is entirely down to having a phone that where the map adjusts to meet me because I can't read a map for shit. Um, but seeing it actually turn as I'm turning, and, and I can see my dot, like it's it's a revelation, it really is.
0: Do you know? It's the not. The, I mean, the maps thing uh, is sort of amazing in the way it just crept into being useful. Yeah. And I've seen I've seen people. I mean, I can kind of read a map because my dad was a town planner, and I grew up. Um, you know, mm. he liked to show me maps. He even encouraged me to walk across bits of the Lake District and you know identify where I was from the uh, contours. Oh, lovely. Um, yeah, which I can't really do, <laughs> but <laughs> in theory, you know um but it, it is sort of more reassuring having it but the thing i remember actually from those early years was being absolutely terrified of what was happening to my data yeah when i was traveling so i was like i knew i had the box that would solve everything if i really had to yes but it still felt like a last resort for quite a long time well even
1: then um so in two thousand and. 12 i went to south by and i knew uh, in in, in austin texas and i knew i was going to be um i was with a group but i knew i was going to be doing my own thing for a while and, and needed to navigate the city and so i downloaded city maps to go and in in all the places where Wi Fi wasn't ubiquitous, I was able to still get around because you, you would just download the map and it would still, um, it would use, I guess, GPS rather than, than the data and it would still help you navigate. And um, that, was, that was great.
0: Yeah. I think um, one of the other things that sort of really struck me about the iPhone, I happened to be in San Francisco. Well, I was probably flying there um, as Steve Jobs died. Oh wow. So I was there the day after he um and my hotel was very near an Apple store and the place became had as I walked past it just this very organized <laughs> um shrine. Mm. Like up to a certain height every bit of the window was full uh with post-it notes um mm-hmm. of nicely matching colors with a uh, some sort of message. Um now maybe San Francisco is, is a special case in that. You know, but um, it still showed that, you know, someone involved in technology, despite possibly being, you know, a bit evil, Mm -hmm. all things considered, um, had really left his mark, you know, with a phone and a computer, which you have to kind of admire, even though, as I said, a bit of me thinks he killed gadgets. (laughs) A little bit. Um,
1: All right. Well, I'm going to I'm going to go from one rectangle to a slightly bigger rectangle. And I'm going for the iPad.
0: That's funny. Um, I, I that's in my list of um, well, honourable mentions, or possibly even dishonourable mentions. I'll, I'll I'll hear your reasoning, and then I'll explain mine. Well,
1: it was the first device where I never got this with the iPhone. Um, I I enjoyed using the iPhone a lot and still do, and and it's it's great. Um, but there was something about the iPad, and I I spoke about this uh, on another episode with um, product designer uh, Simon Heap, and I talked about how much I enjoyed just it felt kind of magical having hold, holding this thing in the and the web being in your hands and just in 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 a way that it was just a bigger iphone at the time and everybody made the jokes about i've got an ipad mini it's called a, an iphone um and and i i've loved my, i've had the, oh, like the apple's product design department heard the words ipad mini and noted that one oh i've like. got an idea yeah <laughs> well i i got the i got the original and then when i was in south by the first time 2011 a bunch of us just impromptu decided to queue up uh outside an apple store forgo the uh the talks in the morning and, and we each bought ourselves an ipad um and i've then had the I've had a couple of minis I've had I've done awful things to my to my minis they've they've been scratched and 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 broken and um almost ripped apart and all sorts of things but I've the last two I've had which have been the iPad pros I absolutely love and they are the closest things to real computers um that, that you can get now they're still not because you can't do everything on them and and that's a that's a debate that i hear a lot but they are wonderful uh, I I've, I've written my novel on an ipad pro uh with the smart keyboard um with the, with the little folio thing and it's absolutely wonderful it's a just i i love that device and in in a way that i went if i ding my iPad. Uh, my ipad um or when i'm coming to clean it and i think there might be a scratch i get really sad in a way that i absolutely don't with the iphone there's something precious about it i
0: i I know well that precious thing's important isn't it Mm. so i do feel like that about my phone Mm -hmm. i I have a separate pocket for it i like i don't want to go and play in the sand with my son (laughs) because i'm worried my phone (laughs) that's that's kind of pathetic (laughs) um but that's because i've I've failed to bond with several ipads and i've really tried i wanted to like it i bought the first ipad um and uh, after a year or so i was able to ebay that in sell it (laughs) on in perfect condition because i keep Mm -hmm. the boxes and and it had barely been used um and i have had at least like i I think a middle one and now i've got the first ipad pro and the pencil that doesn't have anywhere to go mm. and that was ridiculous um, and you have to charge it from the bottom and i hate it <laughs> um because it represents a not insignificant spend yeah um yeah. and because if, if you use it a lot i'm sure that charging from the bottom thing is only quite annoying um If you don't use it that often and every once in a while you think, well, I did buy this thing, I'd better have a go, you'll find the pencil's completely discharged. So not only do you have to completely charge the iPad, which you can't charge the pencil while you're doing it, no. so then you have to plug the pencil in. There's no sensible angle you can do that where you don't think someone's going to jump on it and snap it. Yep. And it's only, you know, and the pencil, there's nowhere to put it and it's a hundred and something if you lose it. Mm -hmm. Um, So... But then, yeah, ultimately, I, I find that other than typing with the key, the keyboard's fine. It's great for typing text, but I very rarely do anything doing anything where I don't also want to be visual. Mm. And as soon as I want other windows up, then the, the, all the multitasking things seem really weak. And it's maybe because I've reached a point where I'm unable to learn a new operating system. <laughs> but I think it's mostly because I don't draw. Mm. Like, So I really want that. I think the pencil also insults me every time I try and use it. because i'm no it's like oh you don't know how to use me we got we got tricked into buying this thing but we're we're not an artist are we (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so the only ipad i have um i do use on any regular basis is the ipad mini which is actually just a great monitor for professional drones (laughs) oh yeah uh, because you get a bigger screen decent you know all the rest of it Mm -hmm. um and you know all the good drones um or not but a lot of the good drones use um an ios device um well optionally android but they tend to be a bit crashier in every sense (laughs) um ios device as the monitor so that's why i still have an ipad mini
1: they were, um, yeah, I, I, I loved my, uh, my Minis when I had them. And I think I like the, the, the Pros, especially the new one, uh, the one that came out last year, 2018, uh, because it's kind of
0: bezel-less. Like, and is so, it good? Yeah, I, I like it a lot. The, I went and held one in the shop. And that was the other thing. It, they just feel a bit too big to not bend and still to have slightly sharp edges.
1: Um, yeah, well, no, the, the, edges, the edges are nice. Um, this, this one is, has got an industrial design a lot more like the, uh, the iPhone 4 um you know it's it's got the sort of stainless steel rim all the way around and that's where you rest your your pencil so you've actually got somewhere to put it and it keeps it um constantly charged um and i have a little it's not exactly a sling bag but it's like a little hip bag um a little moleskin thing uh and so whenever i'm out and about that's that's where the ipad lives um the only thing i haven't figured out yet is a consistently good place to put it to charge i don't seem to have any surfaces anymore um but whenever i'm out and about that's where it goes and the pencil just sits on top and it kind of stays there and um and and that's what i use every night to to um watch a bit of netflix before i fall asleep and like i said i've written on it i uh, that that particular one the um the the 2018 Pro, uh, the smaller model, the I think 11 inch or 10.8 inch, whatever. Um, It's a really, really lovely, lovely
0: device. I think that might be another part of my bad touching the microphone. Might be another part of my um, bad relationship is that I always buy the big one Mm -hmm. because I feel like I should. I don't know. I'm drawn that way. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And actually, the bigger is is quite impractical. Yeah. There's there's little to be gained from it. And it's, you know, size-wise, it's not dramatically different from my 15-inch MacBook Pro, uh, <laughs> yeah. which which just as easily drops in my backpack. So um, so what's next on your list? My number two is is a much more boring thing, but it's a patent in the year 2000. So depending on your view of 2000 being the end of the last God. or the beginning of the year, some, that.
1: People, yeah. no, some no. people take it seriously. Yep. Um, some people also say GIF, and they're
0: wrong as well, so that's okay. fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, that uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm on, I'm on your side there. <laughs> um, the USB stick was basically Oh, wow. And how is that? I mean, that is just such a dominant little thing that, you know, you go to a, trade events people hand them out with their press kits on um they're, they're they're just so universal or have been for so long it showed how stupid the 20 years prior or 10 years prior of fiddling with different size memory card formats for cameras mm-hmm. um were you know because oh, why don't you just make it the size of the thing you're going to plug it in it, they're wonderful
1: that's a, yeah, wow. I mean, that's that's a that's a very easy one to talk about, uh, a very quick one to to cover. But I hadn't considered that, and that is a really great pick um, because yeah, they're just I've got loads of them. I um, so I used to go and see my favourite band, the Naked Ladies, play, and the last time I stayed. Through an entire gig, I, I I left a gig the last time I saw them because of reasons. Um, but the last time I stayed through a full gig, they were giving away their recorded set um, on a USB stick, and so you just had to wait around for a wee bit uh, while they um, they copied the you know copied them on. They must have had a, a big rig to to do a bunch at the same time, uh, and you just go and buy buy the gig on a little stick. And I've you know still got it, and it's a very very small. It's probably about thirty two gig. It's probably not even that. Um, but lovely, absolutely brilliant.
0: Well, I'm, I'm sure I would have encountered that sort of thing if I was cool enough to ever attend gigs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's been ladies, It's fine. I, I have a, I have a pile of them from the the last show I was at, um, including one that I really like. That's in, it's like a sort of keyring little thing, and it, you can flip it round. On One end it's um, USB C, and one end or three or whatever you know. So I can use it on a Mac. So because they realise that some journalists have Macs and on the other end it's the the old format and it, it seems to access the same memory card that's very sensible
1: um all right well from one usb device to another uh as a photographer uh, I'd be interested to to um see what you think about this i'm <sighs> this is such a weird one because it it existed for about 18 months and then it got killed by the iphone
0: but it is the flip camera that's in my honorable mentions list it was
1: such a revelation
0: yeah because it was it was so rational (laughs) (laughs) to some of the other devices around it was this magic insult to again if you'd used a mini mini dv camera Mm -hmm. which were around about the similar age and you had to wind forwards and backwards or you know pray that your imac could do the same oh yeah no um I, I understand why that's there.
1: So to anyone um, who's who's not familiar, this was, it existed, f- yeah, they, they, they were sort of very big from around 2007 to a bit of 2009. Um, and they were the sort of stick like a like a big old meaty uh phone uh which and, and they had a fairly small little LCD screen on them and a big record button They'd, so I say flip camera they, they weren't flip that was just the name I think um yeah, yeah, the, the you're brand right. name yeah they were called flip but yeah, they yeah, didn't flip in,
0: in an era where flip phones existed they, exactly they,
1: would... they did not flip but and and then there were a few um few companies that made their own uh, iterations on the same idea so you had a big record button and a couple of menu things and it was just a very very super simple um uh, camcorder and it would record directly onto its own i think uh, inbuilt flash storage and it was a fairly small drive um obviously there was no optical zoom or anything like that and it was just hit the big record button to start hit it hit it again to stop there weren't really many menu options like you know i'd had sony camcorders and I, i still have one somewhere uh with the little tapes um uh, and, and, you know, I, I loved using those and they were great. Um, but I uh, this this was just they were so easy because you just pop them in your bag um, and they came on very, very quickly uh, and and you were you were ready to go. And I filmed my brother's wedding on it because they, they had a photographer, but they didn't have a a videographer and uh, something they weren't fussed about. But it's something I like doing. And, um, yeah, I filmed their entire wedding on, on a flip cam and um oh and then the the, the crucial thing is to, to get the so if anyone's ever um had to do this with the with the old cameras you would have to transfer the video across which meant having the right software the right codecs. you would have to sit and play the tape all the way through and hope that the tape and if you head were, if you get were mangled. super
0: lucky like your format would be compatible. And if you, you know, early editing era, maybe it would be able to wind the tape forward and backwards. Like um, an iMac could connect to a Sony mini DV camera and actually control it. So it could recopy the video clips across for like, you know, just before, I think, you know, that's just pre-flip. But otherwise you would have to be there yourself pressing plays and records and oh god uh,
1: and that that was that was a whole process whereas this you just dragged you know you, you'd go and plug the thing directly into your uh, into your computer and boom the video file would show up you still had codec problems but at least you had the file ready to go and uh
0: yeah flip cameras great yeah and you know and that was the beginning of people hurting themselves on youtube clips yes it was wasn't it <laughs> yeah
1: because now you had a camera that you could take with you in, into stupid places
0: yeah no the, the reason i didn't mention that is because i felt it was sort of absorbed by the iphone yeah based again from the 3g um uh was it three or four whether well, it first started did video as well oh it?
1: um probably was the 3g yeah or the 3gs i think it might have been the 3gs
0: uh yeah which but yes, at uh, the flip, it was just like the 3310 that wasn't a phone. It was just a video camera. Uh, okay, what's next? Okay, so my number three um, is drones. Aha, uh-huh. uh, Consumer drones, because uh, I'm you know, trying to keep it consumer in my list. And I particularly loved the Parrot AR drone, which was, I think, shown in the CS in 2010. And I remember reading about this. Because, um, you know, those trade shows were, I, I imagine, having experienced it, they're not always the most exciting environments in the most cases you know it's people showing you this year's tv which looks an awful lot like last year's tv but maybe the remote has two buttons in a different place or something uh and then flying down some of the corridors in this hotel is this um like 80 centimeter diagonal um drone in its inside sort of padded protective thing um being controlled by a phone because it was you know just when what made that possible was the App Store. Um, up until then, people couldn't do much with their phones other than what they were told they could, and this was definitely the coolest app: using your Wi-Fi to control uh, yeah, a flying toy. And I always wanted a good radio-controlled car when I was a kid, and I i didn't get one i got a bad radio control car and i still remember but then as soon as i saw that you could fly something with your phone i wanted it so much even though it was totally irrational um i've managed to make it more rational over time you know the uh i have some pretty sophisticated video uh drones with really wonderful stabilized cameras uh i've built some slightly weird drones in my time and um you know, you can do these 3D mapping things so you can make your own sort of Google Earth of wherever you want. Um, so now things are a bit better. But back then, polystyrene frame, QVGA camera, like, bolted onto the frame so it shook around like no one's business. It was just a toy, and and that was great. Um, and the reason I put it so high up my list um, is that, you know, in Dubai and stuff, they're now starting to test these air taxis. They had them outside... Uh, ces that year which are just a variant of the same thing so it's it's short distance air travel um powered by bath- battery rather than jets and carbon so i think it, it feels like a significant technology mm. right.
1: yeah absolutely
0: and, and still fun
1: and still fun yeah and um I'm, I'm quite surprised at the affordability of of the parrot
0: yeah i mean it, it didn't for, for what it was it didn't feel that affordable and i think i might have just lusted after it and given up on the whole idea but my uh my wonderful girlfriend bought me one. Aww. um yeah uh, and i flew it and enjoyed it and, and made some videos and, and then eventually got a bit optimistic because the other thing about that parrot was you could get a gps adapter um yeah long before um DJI started doing that sort of thing. He plugged it into the little USB thing inside where, where normally you'd use your record, because it used a USB stick to record video. <laughs> ah, there you go. Um and yeah, and I programmed it to go around the pier in Brighton, the old broken pier, and come back, because I was living in Brighton at the time. It got to the pier, and the battery died. And unlike a more modern drone with more sophisticated programming, it hadn't objected. It thought, I'll have a crack at this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Whereas no. A modern one would go. I don't think I can get that far yeah. to be honest. <laughs>
1: Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. Well, that's, uh, it's a, it's a good pick. It's a good pick. Um I've never flown one. Um I am
0: intimidated by them. <laughs> well, uh, uh, you are welcome to come and have a play. At well, some point. thank you.
1: Um, I I'm going to remain intimidated by them because that way you still have a drone.
0: No, no, you can have one of the cheap ones. <laughs> I have lots of drones now. Okay, I'm a I'm a drone expert. I have a book, you know.
1: Of course, cool. you do. You you literally wrote the book on drones. Mm-hmm. Um, well. Uh, for my next one, for my next pick, I'm going for the Nintendo Switch.
0: Good choice. Mm. There's one of those on my desk right next to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: like, um, it is just so. I, I, I was never a Nintendo person. I was. I, I was oddly sort of factional uh, with with a friend of mine. We were we were Sega all the way. Uh, I never had a that's Sega not growing oddly. up.
0: You were right. I was <laughs> on a
1: Sega. So that's fine. Sega does what Nintendo don't. Um, but we yeah, so growing up never never had them um and, and uh, apart from the, the the game gear that I saved up for um but uh wh- whenever it came to the the sort of console wars and that that period, my friend got a dreamcast, and uh it was it was like objectively a very very good machine, it was just badly marketed and all the rest of it um and so i was I was always in the in the Sega camp, um and then they kind of stopped being a real contender uh and then it, what, 2015, 2016, um, I saw the ad for the Switch and was instantly captivated by this this idea. Because uh, I'd had a Wii, um, as it were. I'd had a Nintendo Wii um, and and done all that kind of stuff, and that was quite fun. But this, this thing that you could just snap into a... Um, into a dock plug into your tv and then just pop it out of the dock and sit on the sofa and it's just a complete unit where you can take the little controllers out just it, the whole thing from a product design perspective it's gorgeous and the games are and great unarguably and arguably a masterpiece
0: yeah absolutely and, and even the you know the first version with the the blue and really aggressively fluorescent ready pink color yes. for the it's it's, it's just great it looks good it's sort of it takes you away from the fact so i i had started out to sega boy but by then i was obviously a sony Mm -hmm. um i think the fact that crazy taxi fun though it was was about the the only game if you didn't like fishing for the previous two generations of the sega you know i think i'd I'd seen the writing on the wall there um plus you know it was the way into dvd and then blu-ray um so yeah so the I had a, a Wii too because everyone had a Wii. No one can quite remember why, because um, you played all the the wavy thing. It was you know it was a craze, wasn't it? It was like um, like the first weird games on the phones that you know like the word games that my mum plays. Mm. They they sort of sweep the world, and then a few people left carrying on playing them. But the uh, yeah the Switch I had to have one. I just fi- had to have yeah. one. So yeah, it had it had that gadget value again. Um. Although yes, Sonic. because it's
1: it's it's unapologetically tactile.
0: Yes. Yes. Exactly. Um. And yeah. So there's there's times
1: where I'll just, um, just sit on the sofa and just think. I, I don't know what I'm doing for for a bit. I've got a bit of time. I know. I'll sit and try and conquer this um, racing game that I've been trying to conquer for the last year. Uh, or I might just replay through Sonic again uh, for for the fourth time. Um. Or sit and play Super Bomberman or whatever. Like, oh, can I
0: get can I get Sonic? Oh yeah, mate it doesn't get a lot of use to be honest that's that's the, the sad thing i was gonna say is that you know i also have a three-year-old who we've not introduced to games and that kind of thing yet um it's a bit, a bit early You would just smash it <laughs> um and uh yeah so I, down- I downloaded sort of the early games packs so i could have things like galaxian because i love those um uh but and the zelda is, is wonderful and it made it hard to bother buying anything else but yeah i haven't done anything for a while i didn't certainly didn't know i could get sonic oh yes that still feels like the other side of the line
1: (laughs) yeah no absolutely i think sonic i think it's called sonic adventure or adventures uh or no was that the name of that was the name of the one that was on the sega saturn um sonic mania i think is is what it might be um and it is uh it's a it's a really decent sonic game uh it's just a standard uh 2d like old school sonic you start off oh, in that's, green that's how it hill zone be. yep absolutely he doesn't talk uh it's uh it's great what do um, you mean talk uh
0: Has he started talk oh I don't oh yeah I
1: in the in the yeah cuz i mean I, I i watched the cartoons as a kid but also i think in the dreamcast uh sonic adventure i think he uh, he, he was
0: yeah okay i don't like that <laughs> no, no thank
1: you uh, but the the other quick thing about about this thing is it how uh, so I, I, I really like my PS4. Uh, I got one end of 2015, and it's great. But playing a game takes about 10 minutes before you, you're actually in the game, like that. And that is not much of an exaggeration because there is invariably a system software update. And then there is probably a game update. And then you've got to sit through all of the um you wouldn't steal a handbag type messages of the game yeah, and the player yeah. the, the the logos of the you know, the idents of the publishers uh and other copyright notices
0: and then navigate through the menu. The switch is just on. I've always worried about that that message. Mm. You know, you wouldn't steal a handbag is the message. Mm-hmm. But of course there are two things there, you know. A handbag. There's an individual victim. Yes. And with a handbag, there's a good chance of getting caught because there's camera <laughs> You know, it's it's an awkward thing. You know, it's a real risk, isn't it? Yeah. And it, it gives because the message takes so long to tell you. You have plenty of time to think. Well, no, I wouldn't steal a handbag, but I don't feel that's relevant here. Yeah, you
1: you're you're you're, uh, you're you're. It's a false dichotomy that you're you're drawing here, um, or false syllogism. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, okay nintendo switch boom done what have you got next
0: okay so uh my number four um is electric car now i don't know if this counts as a gadget or not but i'm going to put it in because not uh, a few months back i hired uh, a jaguar uh, um jaguar ipace right which is not a tesla did you hear that it's an electric car but it's not a tesla (laughs) um but it was the most amazing thing. I don't get too excited about cars in terms of driving and driving characteristics and that kind of thing. I'm mostly interested in how much stuff I can put in them. <laughs> you know, the boot and, you know, will it survive a trip to Ikea and that kind of thing. Um, and this so this thing is a bit, it looks like a sort of smoothed out SUV, given like, um, you know, because they, they will have a certain amount of aerodynamicism put in. Uh, and it was the first sort of serious competitor, I think, to Tesla. Um, And don't worry, it's built in Austria, not in the UK. So, you know, it's well built, much, much better built than any of the Teslas I've ever encountered, which seem to have flimsy bits on. Mm. Did you hear that, Elon fans? (laughs) Uh, And the designer, I've seen interviewed as well, he's like reassuringly sort of what you'd expect of a man from Jaguar. Okay. He's quite nerdy. Called Ian Callum. Mm -hmm. He's, He's a bit nerdy, but he's more like a sort of, Design, you know, somewhere between Jonathan Ive and 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 a normal British person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, um, okay, and and but the the key point is, you get in the thing, you fiddle with what is an v- unbelievably gadgety system. Mm-hmm. You, you've got three screens. The instead of dials, you've got a screen over to your left uh, where you'd expect the sat-nav and stuff. You've got a screen, and then below that, you've got a screen just for the. Um, heat uh HVAC or whatever you you know, heating to cooling. Um you've got dials you could, um which you pop in which have little screens in them as well to tell you the temperature that your area of the car is being targeted to, um, or your seat. You can have the seat cooled from under heated or cooled from underneath. So it's it's all very exciting in terms of gadget. And then you put your foot foot down and it's a bit like a dodge but with 90 kilovolts. or <laughs> uh, So the thing just shoots off the ground, even though it weighs two tonnes. <laughs> and so I, um, I live in London, um, and what you get here quite a lot is people in BMWs who look like they might distribute pharmaceuticals mm. trying to burn you off at the lights. Mm-hmm. And if they cruise up to something that looks a bit like an SUV, they will go into the wrong lane, you know, the turning lane, and then they'll try and come out in front of you with a you know skim of wheels and stuff to impress their mates, <laughs> twenty-year-old y- youths. And it was so much fun humiliating them by <laughs> t- disappearing off the line with a not to not to sixty in four seconds or something. Uh, apparently, that's really good. It certainly made these kids look very upset. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I think electric car. I mean, you know, and in the long run. Environment, all the rest of it. Um, I, I've used other electric cars because I I don't own a car. I use some of these like you know the ones they leave lying around in towns that you can borrow for a few hours. Um, car clubs, um, and they have some little little electric ones that are you know also surprisingly vummy, Um, if a little more compact. So yeah, I think electric cars have have, have taken the gadget concept and made it big. And slightly intimidatingly pricey, but it is still a gadget in my view, so that's why I put it in
1: okay all right okay well, uh, well yeah we'll see we'll see we'll see how the the final list checks out um my My last one before we get to some honorables uh is ooh, you know what actually i i'm gonna s i'm gonna flip what i was what I was gonna say, and i'm gonna go for the
0: airpods. oh, good choice. I I'm I'm using them right now.
1: Yeah. Oh okay, lovely. So yeah, we got we've got three three Apple devices here but uh, sort of unapologetically so because um I now have something to compare these to. So these are as as I'm sure you know, wireless um Bluetooth headphones and when we say wireless, they are completely wireless. So it, there, there isn't a band connecting the two. Um so you look like a bit of a Full wearing them, I think, but I think it's getting.
0: I, I thought that too, but I, actually, everyone in London has them. Yeah, all I can imagine. Or knock, knockoff.
1: Yeah, well, I, I've seen, I've seen the knockoffs, um, and I've got. Uh, so I, I needed for the gym something that had um, proper sort of in ear. Um, isolation if you like Uh, I wanted to to really um, or insulation really Uh, and something maybe with a bit of noise cancelling because my gym likes to play what is basically Galaxy FM Um, so loud thumping R&B and dance uh, which I have no interest uh, in in listening to Um, and so I I ended up buying these Sonys and they are uh, I think a similar price to the AirPods and they are a wonderful because I thought the AirPods were the most significant Apple product um, in the last few years, and these Sony WX one thousand Ts or whatever they are are a wonderful advert for the Apple AirPods because they they really demonstrate how easy Apple made using these things because you just. You just drop them into the into the case and they're charging. You just, I mean, I've got a wireless adapter thing you for
0: touch my case. Them, you touch them on the phone and a little picture of them appears on the screen telling you how charged they are. And if it's the first time and going, right, and now these are my friends. Yes, you know, absolutely. It's, it's as nearly, nearly as easy as plugging them in. Yes, absolutely. Um,
1: and... Uh, uh, th- th- so much of it it's, and you just you pop them in your ears and, it, and things start you take one out things stop um it, it's it couldn't be simpler none of that is true with these sony's and they don't sound as good and they can't maintain if you move your head or move anywhere they can't maintain a connection between the two that's that's odd
0: yeah i because mean, these the, the apple things work on the tube when like half the coach has got them in their ears um Although the, the batteries do wear out. If you find yourself near places where more people are using them, the batteries seem to go quicker. Oh, wow. Maybe, maybe it's
1: switching bands or something.
0: Yeah, that's what I was... Yeah, because, like, that—that that is just...
1: There's so much that you don't think about or have to worry about because these are the absolute it-just-works um, product. Whereas having these Sonys, I'm now aware of how much hard work Apple have put into making the AirPods. Because it just demonstrates. Oh, these are all of these things I never had to think about before, and now I have to with these Sony's. So AirPods going in.
0: Sure, yeah, fair enough. Shows the advantage of a closed loop as well, doesn't it? I mean, that's yeah. You know, it's in. It's in the iOS. It's in there straight away. Um, since I'm not making it one of my things, I'm going to put the the, the watch in as well for similar reasons. Um, because the, the watch, in combination with an app to type in what I'm meeting, like monitoring what I'm burning off Mm -hmm. for a couple of months I managed to lose quite a bit of weight until I stopped paying attention well until I started working on another book (laughs) and when I work on a book I sometimes buy chocolate for the desk yes (laughs) yes but uh, yeah um yeah yeah, there's something magical about some of these things. And also, I think it's fair to mention a lot of Apple stuff now because, you know, if you and I or someone else is doing this again in 20 years' time, I have a sneaking suspicion there might be rather less. Mm. Um, it doesn't doesn't feel as good now, does it? Nah. That said, <laughs> my, my fifth is smart speaker slash smart home. Ah. Oh, um, yes. Why didn't I... Um, and and um having tested all three of the main smart speakers uh for as part of the book i have a real fondness for the siri apple pod home pod really um now let my working might so obviously the apple one's ridiculously expensive it's like 350 pounds it's officially too much money yes but on the other hand it does sound a lot better i mean it's it's really it's not a smart speaker so much as it's a it's a, it's cheap, a really Abuse. good speaker yeah 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 um and because i'm on the apple you know stuck down the apple route anyway um, i use apple music rather than spotify um you know same price bigger catalog mm. um, and um I, I just you know there there's that Things work together, thing, um, and the music that comes out of it sounds it sounds better than my five point one surround system. Oh wow! Uh, um, and yeah, and it just starts, it just stops. It's very good at listening for the most part. Doesn't get overexcited, mm. um, and I feel a little more comfortable with it. That's what I really, you know. So Siri is a bit dumber than Alexa and Google Assistant, I would say. Yes. And that is actually quite reassuring. <laughs> uh, Alexa especially, because you feel like she's probably having a bit of a chat with some computers who are trying to work out what they can try and sell you. Um, Google obviously is trying to work out everything about you know these poor AIs called humans mm. um, as part of the strategy to replace it. Um, whereas you know, Siri will do the basic commands like turn the lights on and that kind of thing, um, and but we'll also do things that seem a bit stupid, like you ask to play a certain Bob Dylan track and she'll say, "Now playing the times they are a changin' by <laughs> Bob Dylan." <laughs> um, so yeah, for me, I actually don't want that technology to be too good, or at least you know, not until I can say T. Earl Grey hot." Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's that's fair enough. I I I like my robot house. Um, I have officially too many um uh ladies in in tubes. Um, I have uh one in the bedroom, one in the office, which is actually I, I genuinely just bought this for for development. Um, and it's so it, it's not really getting any use at the moment. Um, and one in the. Uh, living room and one in the kitchen Uh, and I've got the 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 big one in the living room which is the hub uh and so that that now acts as the the smart home hub for all the lights and things and um I uh, I use it every day, and I uh, they, they've recently updated. This is the the Alexa family of, of things. They've recently updated the the app so that you can do things based on sunrise and sunset, which I really enjoy. So I can have lights that come on, you know, fifteen minutes or an hour before or after sunset, sunrise, whatever. Like, and and that's
0: a that's a lovely system. So Hue Hugh, always always done that, hasn't it? Oh or well, the Hue app, had it.
1: Uh, the Hue app, I'm sure will. But I. I needn't buy Hue bulbs. I could buy a cheaper alternative, uh, yeah. and the same thing would work because this is all through the Electra. Um,
0: uh, what uh, they call yeah. it? No, I think yeah, Zig Zig Z- Z- Zigbee yes. system. Which is which is the one? I can't remember if that's the one. This is humiliating. I can't remember which is the Zigbee or the other one, Z Wave, or there, there are three, aren't there? But they're, they're all you know used. The, the Hue is built on top of one of them as well, so. But you you know, to have all of the different toys reliably, you tend to need more than one hub. Yeah. Um, which is awkward. Um, but yes, yeah, so, no, so it was a really cool thing, I think, that um Alexa gained a hub ability, which of course wasn't there at first. At first yeah. you need Alexa and a hub. But I, yeah, I, the hue lights I love. Um, and most of the place in the house have got like the colour changing ones and everything, which is a lot of fun, although it gets very little use. Um but yeah, if if you if you let the use factor into things, um, that's better. So we also have a Nest thermostat. Oh, there you go, which I like. That I and should I say I fitted it myself, or will that invalidate my home insurance? That's clever though. And I've realised I can't count because my number six was my next Nesp- Nespresso. Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> paired with a like. Fairly, you know a standard milk frother um uh you know one of those little capsules and ideally um one of those tubes of vanilla or you know bottles of vanillary sauce that seem to cost more than the espresso machine <laughs> um, but they do last a while um because yeah i i don't mind paying what effectively amounts to 30 or 40 pence for a um a latte that means i don't leave the house and yeah i don't know it's a great thing <laughs> <laughs> it, it has a real gadget for we? I cropped one with a lever and so, there's just something very solid mm. about it: well we're we're, um, we're verging into um, honorable mention territory, and
1: we've got quite a long short list. Um, so we're going to have to start pairing these down to to, to five. Um, I am willing to sacrifice the iPad um, for the iPhone because I think they are essentially a slab with iOS on. Um I I kind of want to keep the flip camera though because I think it was such a it was it was such a joyous thing that that existed for a while. I don't know
0: what what you think. No, I think um I mean I didn't have one so I, didn't, mm-hmm. I don't know but I think I'm tempted to say that we should maybe say that much though I enjoyed talking about electric cars and stuff they're maybe too big to count as a gadget. <laughs> so so that's okay. something that we can sort of rule out from my. I'm, I'm sort of mentally taking them off my list while we. Uh, yep. So yeah, I think the flip camera does did march the world on a bit. Yeah. And it was a cool thing.
1: Um. So I think I think the iPhone. I feel like that that needs to go first. Uh. The USB stick is so ubiquitous, uh, and so just very simply useful and solves so many problems. I feel like that's a good second. What do you think? That's where I had it. Um, so so we've got the drones the nintendo switch i've put the flip camera at five and then
0: we've got uh bringing up the rear airpods and the the smart speaker that sounds that sounds good to me i mean yeah because i was trying to think about things that are gonna affect our future and then occasionally you know I get completely distracted and i think you've done a much better job of thinking about things that have that wonderful tactile quality and the switch is such a good uh, well such a good example of that
1: the the switch I've got as as number three now. I'm just re-jig, rejigging things, and I feel like the drone. I I, I struggle with the drone. I'll be honest because because um, you, you haven't
0: had a go. It's, it's <laughs> that's, that's how it works. you know.
1: But I I don't know about the ultimate because it's it's like it's a great toy, but I think. If we look at what what else we've got, certainly with the AirPods and the smart speaker, those are things that have got so much utility out of them. Whereas a drone is kind of, it's a lot of fun, but it's kind of for one purpose. And I don't know. Oh, I'll
0: I'll, ha- I'll have you know, there are five thousand people in this country alone with uh, qu- who are legally qualified to use them for professional reasons. That I mean, I you know, I, I work with a lot of photographers and stuff, and so. I know how annoying it is to set up a tripod or things you need to do, especially if you need to get a different view. And if you just think about the amount of TV you watch, um, which brings me to another honourable mention, um, all of those shots, you know, the, um, the establishing shots, that kind of thing, there's just so much drone footage that you just don't know about or you, or you do know, but you just wasn't there anymore that the quality of everything we watch is that much better um but also you know building sites that kind of thing um but yeah i, I maybe it isn't a gadget but it's because no no it's a gadget have, it's definitely well, a I gadget be, i was gonna say because they have the toy ones um uh i don't know there's just they are also wonderfully tactile because yeah because you have a controller and because it also sucks your phone in for the most part for the better ones so you get to and, and because you can some of them come with built-in little program routines that will create little animations for you. You know, the drone will follow you in a certain way, mm. that kind of thing. There's just so much fun.
1: You are convincing me. Um, you're also convincing me because I, I, part of my thing was I was just thinking, all right, well, I can't not let drones in and then let the flip camera in. So you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna relegate the flip cam. I think two honorable mentions, and I, I think I think we have drones at number four, and the AirPods as number five. What do you think?
0: Okay, yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, I think I think the AirPods are so good that I almost forgot they existed, yeah. even though they're in my ears right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I, I I did I did a, a similar thing. So, um, okay, so from five to one, we have AirPods, drones, the Nintendo Switch, the USB stick, and the iPhone. Adam, um, do you consent to this list? I do, Mark. Then we have an accord. That is wonderful.
0: I, I think we should, we should have a quick skim through some of my uh, or some of our honourable mentions, though. That's exactly that's exactly the plan. Uh, but just before we do, I also made a few notes of some things that just miss out because they're nineties things. Yeah. Because uh, that's the thing, isn't it? When you when you start looking to little brackets. So the '90s gave us GSM phones, which was the beginning of text text messages. The Nokia 3210, uh, all that sort of thing. The DVD player came out in 1996. Um, obviously, Toshiba, Toshiba brought the first one out, but everyone's first player was actually a PlayStation. Uh, <laughs> the mini disc in 1992 which has a very special place in my heart so I loved, s- as it does mine mate i love it so much loved programming the uh you know the track names in and stuff it was a justified lo- wasting so much time in that yeah. it's almost um, going to
1: become a meme on this program of how many times i'm going to bring up how much i love the mini disc
0: <laughs> um one thing that i hadn't i've forgotten but in about 2000 you know in the turn of the century about a third of the people were still using dial-up yeah so there is a little box in the corner that's just so boring that we don't even think about that is making the internet magic and letting you use the phone again yes although of course you never actually use a landline anymore um the ibook came out in 1999 Mm. which was the first laptop with wi-fi wow and uh, and the other the other one uh was virtual reality which i wouldn't have mentioned anyway because it annoys me <laughs> but i do i do i do remember in the 90s using one of these uh you know very early virtuality um con- uh, arcade games called dactyl nightmare <laughs> where you stood on a sort of platform in the middle of the nowhere that was mostly flat shaded and then uh, so you're wearing a helmet with, I think, CRTs or something very heavy anyway, because as soon as it goes on your head, your head just tips straight to the ground and you're looking <laughs> at your these square fake feet <laughs> and holding a, a sort of joystick without a bottom bit in there, mm-hmm. trying to throw bricks at peri- uh, five-pixel pterodactyls. <laughs> very strange game. Well,
1: I'm, I'm almost dead on looking at um, a, uh, an Oculus Go uh that i bought on a whim um a couple years ago and it's never got any charge but uh when i have played it it's actually been a lot of fun i've not spent any money to buy any of the the buyable things so i've only played the free things that you can get on it um and it is really really fun
0: yeah i must say i quite enjoyed but then again exactly the same thing didn't spend any more on uh, the the playstation uh oh VR, wow yeah yeah. but i ended up selling it on because it was just one of those things that was occupying space
1: yeah no so so some of mine um uh i've i've got um what was the one that i was going to mention but i oh the Segway was one um oh, that, I, that i wanted yeah. to mention Have you had a go? never
0: ridden one but very oh, much I wanted haven't. to um, the, I have uh, original style with the uh, handle and everything. Oh, lovely! None of these weird things that you see the kids charging around on now. Yeah, I, I bought um, one of those as well. Yeah, it was. I, I really, really enjoyed it, and it was incredibly natural. Mm. Um, and luckily for me, I hadn't invented it. Lost a billion dollars, so there weren't any cliffs nearby. So you know, I <laughs> survived the whole experience. Yeah. Um, they've. I live very near the Olympic, the London Olympic Park, and um, they've got this this company called Bird. They have these electric scooters. And they're trying to persuade this country to legalize them on the street. Yes. So they've, and the park is privately owned. So they bought the rights to let you use an app and have a go on one for a little bit. So I tried that at the weekend for the first time. Uh, unfortunately, the one I tried had didn't have working breaks or I have, I have reached such a mass as a human being that the brakes were overcome. <laughs> uh, and it's a busy park of a weekend full of lots of families and that kind of thing. So, so I, put it back down and decided that I'll try again another day when there's less risk to people nearby.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 excited about that that whole that whole universe that opens up. Um except you need a driving a driver's license to uh, operate one and I don't. So, um I've also got the the Dyson airblade. Um because there was there was a period when uh when they were just coming into like pubs and things or McDonald's um you almost wanted to, it was almost a celebration. You, you'd sort of run out of the, of the bathroom. Like, oh, airblade, airblade. Yeah.
0: You were excited, um, weren't you? The first time yeah. it seemed like a really good idea. To have Absolutely. Go and I still, I
1: still, I still think they're great. I still like, I like those ones. I like the really aggressive ones. Um, the, the, they've got at our uh, our local art centre the 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 ones where it's got sort of UV light and you put your hand underneath and you can actually see your skin ripple uh, as, yes. the, as the air just <laughs> really aggressively pushes the water away. Just, um, the so we we talked uh, at the beginning of this call about the device you were using to record. Um, I as one of my honourable mentions, I've got the Zoom H2n, which was, I believe, the first Zoom recorder that I ever owned. Um, and it's 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 older than God now, and it is great. Uh, I mean, my mine died; the the LCD thing died on it, and it just became inoperable. But um, the actual idea of those—that's how I recorded my my first ever podcasts. Uh, no, no, sorry, no, it wasn't. Um, my first ever podcast I recorded on uh, on a mini disc. Uh, but when I did my second one, yeah, it was it was on do-ish. a Zoom. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was it was on a Zoom, and they they they're. They're lovely. They're wonderful. And now I've got uh, an H four N and uh, an H one. Um because Zoom they sound great and they they as portable recorders go are brilliant. Um and then the last two, you've mentioned the Apple Watch uh briefly, but um just pipping the post for me was the pebble time uh for smartwatches because it came out before the Apple one and it, lo- it, was, it looks cooler. It um yeah i think so and i think there was a round uh, option as well and i'm now at the point oh that's the one i remember was oh okay yeah uh well i'm i'm now at the point where i'm contemplating going back to a real watch um and i've got to think about what i do for the for the workout tracking and stuff um because i was just i'm just thinking you know what my mine is is an absolute state now it's so broken um all of the screen is cracked the digital crown no longer operates um software wise it all runs fine but like yeah it's it's a, it's a hideous mess and it would cost me almost the price of the watch to get it repaired because the apple don't repair things they just give you a new one and call it a repair um that's yeah. that's that's what they do um and but the pebble time was i've still got my engraved one somewhere um was a um a, an e a color e ink version of the same idea and was just great i had the pebble steel before it and there were lovely watches, and they they lasted for about four or five days on a single charge. Um, and there were there were oh, there were That, great that seems like a nice
0: thing. I, well. know. Yeah, last... I know. I know. The newer Apple Watch has a nasty. Well, because I I don't have the one that's a phone as well. Because that seems mm, crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it lasts a day and five-eighths or something i don't yes. know yes five seats right. even it even waits and it waits until you it sells you a sense of security and then <laughs> it just dies just before the end uh, and then complains that you weren't standing up enough uh yeah there's a lot of those that have turned off my my only other honorable mention that didn't show up earlier was um well i i suppose i briefly like any sort of netbook like macbook air score changed the world yeah uh, the original producers. netbooks were great yeah um yeah netbooks sensibly priced macbook air as it was otherwise known <laughs> um, and uh we also haven't mentioned like the roku amazon fire tv slash no. apple tv any of that sort of thing and if you know if that means streaming tv and that has changed the world and that's brings in a whole new it does uh, yeah in fact even even hd even hd didn't really exist until the 21st century no no but absolutely but then we start to talk about TV shows, and that's a whole new podcast.
1: Yes, yes, indeed. Uh,
0: and I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure that'll happen again. Um, I'm sure we'll. we'll I will, have I you... will say, yes, I will say, you can get Sonic the Hedgehog on your Apple TV. Like <laughs> yes, I've v- as a game, and it's it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um,
1: well, uh, well, this uh, this this has been a good list, and I think we've uh, we've, we've uh, I'm very happy with with where we are. Um, Adam, where can people? find you and keep up with with your writings and your uh, your other doings
0: well uh if you're interested in this kind of stuff especially um it's worth going to techyearning.com, um which is where you'll find uh as i mentioned the game boy and some other features soon um and some links to some of the videos and that kind of thing um you can also find my books on amazon um adam juniper uh I'm trying to think. There are lots of things. where you, There are lots of places where you can find me, none of which I've invested that much in. Um, uh, on Instagram, I'm Juniperific. Uh, or on Twitter, I'm Adam Juniper. I do a podcast called The Photographer Podcast, which is just about to come back from a hiatus, but so you can get listening to the old ones. and It's hosted on the best platform ever. Mark. <laughs> Is that right? Take, <laughs> take, take a bow. <laughs> oh, well well I mean I mean uh, I mean really. <laughs> um, but I, I also publish uh um I you know run a sort of publishing outfit uh, and that's at ajpc.co. So, if you're interested in getting published, then get in touch with me on my grown up emails and stuff you can find through that website.
1: Absolutely. Well, Adam, thank you very much um, for, for joining me for this one. Um, this list has uh, been decided, but there are, are many more to come. Um, I don't have a sign off, so uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll leave the last word to you.
0: Or wibble. <laughs>